Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Acts chapter 10, verse 36. I'm reading from 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. But in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. 36. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, colon, then he said, that means that he is Lord of all. Praise the Lord. He is what? Lord. The word that the Lord sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. That peace is Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is Lord of what? All. I'm talking to you about Jesus plus nothing. Please take your seat. This theme, Jesus plus nothing, is important because a lot of things can be added to Jesus. In this Christian work, many things can infiltrate the purity of our worship and it can be Jesus plus many other things. One of the things that the Lord said should not mix with Jesus is money. He said you can't serve Jesus and money at the same time. You know, and it is very sublime mixing Jesus with other things. And the Lord said that one easy way that that could happen is through service. And most of the time, human beings generate their fulfillment and satisfaction from serving God and serving things. The issue with service is that you can serve to a fault and you can serve and miss your way and still feel like you are doing the right thing. For instance, you can serve God and be serving money at the same time or the God of money at the same time. And you feel like you are doing well for yourself because I need to fend for myself and I need to fend for my family. How many of you are with me? So, the legitimacy of the activities we do may confuse us even when we are drifting from the borderlines that have been defined for us. And by the time you know, you've crossed the line without knowing that you've already crossed the line.
And when it is working like that, it becomes serving Jesus plus other things. And that's when you may not have spoken with your mouth about your renunciation of Jesus, but practically you'll be living a life that is 50% Jesus and 50% other things. Or sometimes even 99% Jesus and 1% so many other things. The Bible calls them little foxes. They just destroy the vine. That's, you need 100% Jesus. What do you need? 100% Jesus. Jesus plus nothing. So, in our time, you can actually have Jesus plus olive oil. You can have Jesus plus some direction. You can have Jesus plus your talisman. Yeah. You can have Jesus plus <laughs> idols, you know, that are not necessarily defined as idols, but function as idols in your life. You can have Jesus and your gift. And your gift may be the impediment to you holding Jesus 100%. It's a serious matter. That's why Jesus said that anybody who wants to follow me should forsake all. Forsake everything. It's a serious thing because he knows that we like to hold on to things. And we hold on to things thinking that we are doing well for ourselves. And so he says that he who loves his life shall lose it. And the one who loses his life for my sake shall gain it. So in Christ, you gain by losing, except a corn of grain falls to the ground and gets rotten, it abided the same. But when it falls to the ground, you lose it, then you gain. Praise the Lord. Is God talking to someone here? The scripture we just read, the thing I want you to take out of is the fact that Jesus is Lord of all. Is what? Jesus is Lord of all. First of all, Jesus is God. Jesus is not the son of God like God gave birth to a son. When the Bible says Jesus is the son of God, it's not talking about the, the way I have got children. It's talking about God manifesting himself in different dispensations in different ways. For example, when Jesus rose from the dead, ability to appear in different forms. So what does it mean when we say Jesus is the son of God? Jesus is the son of God simply means God coming in the flesh. Amongst his people. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that, and the word became flesh. And dwelt amongst that is God, because hitherto God related, you know, to them as a father, you know, who whom they could not see. 
And then he came in their midst, born of a woman, born under sin, as a man. So that is fully God in the body of a man. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Are you sure you are here? So, it is very important that we have these distinctions going about. Jesus is Lord of all. If Jesus, the Bible says, is Lord of all, then it means that everything is under his authority and control. He is the creator and everything is the creature. He lords over everything. The Lord of all cannot be competing with the things that he lords over. And as a child of God, not only is he Lord over you and Lord even over the devil, he's Lord over everything in your life and around you. So Jesus has no competition, must not have any competition. Your spouse must not compete with Jesus in your life. Your children must not compete with Jesus in your life. Your job must not compete with your school. Nothing in your life must compete with Jesus in your life. His place is uncontestable. No contestation for who is in our lives. He is Lord of all, Lord of all, Lord over all. Sometimes we bring some things to the same level as Jesus. And those things will even be begging us that, hey, this is not my level. Oh. This is not my level. Oh. Drop me. I know my level. Devil knows his level. Sometimes we raise things to levels that they don't belong. Are you here? Anything whose level is not Jesus' level and you raise to Jesus' level will be crushed. If you raise your relationship to the level of Jesus, it's going to crush it. Hello? How do you know you have raised it to the level of Jesus? When you are serving that thing and it is contesting for space with Jesus in your heart, in your life, it's like all of a sudden your children have become more important to you than your Jesus. Your girlfriend, boyfriend, your something, some school be, you are attending as if it would define who you are. Paul said, I live and move and have my being in what? In Christ. So, first of all, know that Jesus is what? Lord of all. In Acts chapter 3, verse 13, the Bible said, The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up, and denied him in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. So, one of the reasons why I I'm preaching this Jesus plus nothing is that, it is humanity's first choice to deny and reject Jesus when we come under pressure. Is what? Humanity's first choice. To deny Jesus, reject Jesus when we come under pressure. The scriptures here is telling us, it says that when Pilate was even determined to let him go, 
the people delivered Jesus unto him and they denied him in the presence of Pilate. Hey, that is, Peter was there. They asked him, do you know him? He said, mm-mm. little child. Because human beings, our first choice when we are under pressure is to deny him or reject him. I don't know if I'm saying something here. You see, some of a message like this, you will not see its importance until you come under pressure. When you go to hospital and they tell you, go home and die, then you realize that anything they call solution is appealing to you, even if Jesus is not in it. Because your first instinct is for survival. And in survival mode, you don't care what you sacrifice, including your Jesus. Are you here at all? That's why you see a good Christian sister has married for some time. The husband comes up with madness that because we don't have children, if by the end of the month you are not pregnant, get out. Get out. And the mother will come and say, I know some herbalist somewhere. And you see that for five years you have resisted that mother. But when they said, by the end of the month, if you are not pregnant, get out. You just call mama. That man, are you sure, is of God? Yes, I know. Even the neighbor here just gives you a nice reference. And you see that he just worked on a person, person had a child. He said, it's a nice child. When we are under pressure, first instinct is to deny him. So if we don't continually sound it in our ears that we should not deny Jesus, reject Jesus, or we should not add other things. And you know, when you go to the shrine and they give you the baby, you still come to church and we will name the baby and you give thanks to God. It's baby dedication. I don't want to come here and be teaching um, dogma. Christianity is a practical life. When you have not worked for 10 years after education, they tell you that there's one, one powder you can do. And the man who has forgotten you, his mind will come to you. After, after you hit 40 as a lady, you will blow the powder. <laughs> you will try it. You will try it in the name of Jesus. By the time you know you want to try it. So our first instinct when we see fire, 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 is to just Say, no, I'm not entering the fire. What are you even talking about? Jesus. And you will tell yourself, God understands. Yeah, he understands. He doesn't understand. You are just mixing Jesus. You are diluting. Are you here at all? So, in even in the ministry, the men in the pulpit, there is a lot of mischief. There is a lot of God and devil mixed together. <laughs> Jesus plus some juju small. Jesus plus some satanic acquaintance. Jesus plus some familiar spirit. Not everything spiritual is from God. There, there is Jesus is a hybrid. Necromancers mentioning the name of Jesus. This is what Jesus said. He said in that day, they would say, I use your name. 
Some people are just using the name to do things, but they have no relationship with him. And imagine, they use his name to get things, but he told them that I don't know you. It's not everyone who is getting things spiritually who is connected to the name they are using. So don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. <laughs> the deception is too much. Now, there cannot be Jesus in your life and you are not permitted to wear some attire. It's, it's not Jesus. Like, you don't wear this, you don't eat this. It's clear in the Bible. Jesus, we are in Jesus, we are past that level. Praise the Lord. In Jesus, when a woman is in that period of her life, she can come to the altar. There is no abomination. Are you here at all? It cannot be that in Jesus, you know, when you are batting, you bat from your feet to your head with a, a particular sponge. It's, it's not Jesus. There's nothing like that in the Bible. Whether you start from the side of your body, or from your head, or from your back, or from it doesn't. What is important is that you bat in a hygienic way. There's nothing spiritual about bathing. But there's a way that you can listen to falsehood and deception. It will become spiritual truth to you. I will raise the matter here. Because this is the first day. And the rule is that on Mondays in this place, you don't preach till 9.45. That's a law in this Medina. May you have the ability not to deny him when you are under pressure. That, that amen didn't come out at all. I said that amen didn't come out at all. So, this time around, you can be with a Christian brother or a sister, and they have other philosophies. They have other things. Sometimes you don't know the foundation of that. But the Bible says there is no foundation that is laid except that which is laid in Christ Jesus. So many other foundations can be laid around Christ, but it's not in Christ. It's around foundation. You see that you're a Christian and your mother took you from a water body. But you have come to receive Christ. And you are still wearing the bracelet he gave you. For what? How can you have Jesus and the water body? The marine God at the same time. And it says it's for protection. And then you are, you are a twin. And by all means, they must do the yam thing for you. They must do the abam thing for you. They, hey, after coming into Christ, you still tie, tie things. And yet you are tied. Tell somebody by your side that Jesus plus nothing. It's either Jesus or nothing at all. It cannot be Jesus and something else. Please say it until the person you feel is convinced. The person is convinced. It has to be only Jesus. Tell them in the keeper's house it's only Jesus. So. One more time. Tell them, tell them in the keeper's house. 
It's only Jesus. Jesus plus nothing. Come on now, tell them Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Plus nothing. Act 2019. It says, serving the Lord with all humility of mind. And with many tears and temptations which befell me by the lying in wait of the Jews. And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto me. But have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house. Testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks. Repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Here we see the apostle speaking how he should serve God in humility and how he himself has gone through a lot of tribulations. Then he said that he was preaching from house to house, publicly and from house to house. Then he said he was testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks. What was he testifying about? Repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. So here, Paul is saying that anything looking at God must have faith in Jesus Christ. Anything that is defining God is not complete until that thing has faith in Jesus Christ. And if I say this and I can close, I'm fine. The reason why we need Jesus plus nothing is that. You see, sometimes Muslims can tell you that we serve the same God. Traditionalists can tell you that we serve the same God. Secularists. All manner of people can tell you that it's one God. You go to town, politicians say it's one God. Universalism. But this scripture is saying that it is impossible to talk about repentance toward God when that faith is not seated in Christ Jesus. So you can be talking about I know God. I know God, but if that faith is not in Christ Jesus, many people don't have a problem with the God phenomenon, but they have a problem with faith in Christ. <laughs> and this is what Jesus summarized when he said that, I, no one comes to the Father except Kamarosi Krataka. So you see that a traditionalist also thinks, oh, you are my brother. It's not true. If their faith is not built in Christ, the thing that is looking in the direction of God, whatever their definition of God is, is never complete until their faith is in Christ. Are you here? Minus that faith in Christ, they have misrode. Whatever they are defining as God, it's not the God you and I will serve. Because the God you and I will serve, the, the center that holds is Jesus Christ. Are you here? The, the hand clap is free. When Jonah was in the ship and there was a problem, they said that everybody should call on the name of their God. So when, when the, the peace came, 
Which God were we going to credit the, the stability to? It's a major question. You see that there are many gods. Oh. Many gods. And all the people who serve all kinds of things, they also, serve, they also say they serve our God. The litmus test is what? Faith in Christ. If there is no faith in Christ, they are talking about something else. Are you here? If there is no faith in Christ, the father they are pointing to is not your father. It cannot be. I mean, when Jesus was around, a lot of people thought that they knew God. Abraham was our this, blah, 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 blah. But they rejected Jesus. It is the reason why they will be where they will be. It is not possible. You see, when the devil really is trying to mislead you, a, pre a preaching like this is not sweet in your ears. This world is a complex world, though. But I'm praying that... Eh, our faith will be built in Jesus Christ. Too many people in church. They have, they have, they have things that are sprinkled in their offices. And there is no faith in Christ. One day, a great man of God was preaching. And he, it was a pastor's conference. And he said he's doing an altar call. Every pastor here that has an amulet by your waist, come out. Come and see pastors come. He say, don't come, you die. Come and see. Hundreds of pastors coming. Preaching with amulet. Jesus does not need any support. Jesus does not need what? Tell somebody, you have to make up your mind today. Either you are for Jesus or you are for every other thing. Come on, I tell somebody, make up your mind today. Either you are for Jesus, or you are for every other thing. Now tell somebody that there is power in the name of Jesus. Jesus plus nothing. Just Jesus plus nothing. Does it work? If Jesus alone is in the matter, will power flow? Act chapter 3, verse 5, 6, and 7. Watch it. Because, you know, Jesus, Paul said that when it's about Jesus, it's also equal to simplicity of his gospel. And simplicity is a difficulty for human beings. Simplicity is what? It's a difficulty for human beings. It has to be complex to look genuine. If it's not complicated, it's not powerful enough. So, you know, like that, like that, we like complicated things that are away from Christ. So, if you minister to someone and you don't add some other things to it, it doesn't look like it's Jesus at work. 
Because Jesus had worked. It's like you should, there should be something. Sometimes members invite their friends and they come see me in the office and then whatever the issue is, when I'm praying with them and the prayer is that simple. So when I see that they are disappointed. Very disappointed. And when and when we know what kind of bread to any person, is that all? Because we are very used to complicated things. You know, see, she said, May the Lord save us. Act chapter 3, verse 6. Five in both verses. He said, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. What did he have? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. No oil. No, 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 nothing. No, nothing. Just in the name of what? No present worship. No, nothing. Just in the name of Jesus. Plus nothing. No. Not even plus laying on of hands. Just in the name of what? Jesus. So I ask you a question. I say that in the name of Jesus alone, can it work? Will it work? Does it work? If it works, why is it that gradually <laughs> the courage is becoming heavier? It's Jesus plus. Plus so many other things. Are you here at all? If people like complicated things. Peter says silver and gold. Have I, I don't have all these things. What I have is very simple. In the name of Jesus only and alone. Rise up and what? Walk. I'm telling you. If you have walked in power before you walk in power. You know that the simplest and easiest way. To walk in power. Is in the name of Jesus. Is what? I'm telling you, in the name of Jesus, when you pray in the name of Jesus, the curse will break. You don't need to naked yourself in the night and chew your bum bum on the, on the ground. Hey, people have prayed prayers, oh. Jesus plus nothing. I ask you a question Does it work? When you say in the name of Jesus. And I'm praying that this your yes will be a practical yes. <laughs> it has to be a practical yes. Sometimes even friends who are pastors. Who possibly feel there is a grace that God dispenses easily in this side. And so there's an issue. They want to see me and I say, oh, I say come. He say, oh, I'm bringing oil. I say, oh, you come. Say they are roaming trying to buy oil. When they come and I set the oil aside and I say, let's pray. 
Sometimes they see, see that they are bringing the oil into the equation. It's like, by all means, I need the oil. I say, hey, this oil that you have followed for a long time that you are still coming that we pray together, you still believe that this oil can do something. Boy. <laughs> yeah, people are strong. I am praying that you will really believe in Jesus. It's great when God wants to work through the oil to do whatever he wants. It's great. But I'm telling you that Jesus is the only element that will work 100% without any support system from anywhere or anything. Do you understand? Please rise to your feet. Yeah, I, I had to stop this thing. Tomorrow is a great day. Yeah, tell somebody, Jesus plus nothing. Tell somebody, when you say in the name of Jesus, I will marry, there is power in it. When you say in the name of Jesus, I am healed, there is power in it. Tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody, there is power in it. In the name of Jesus. Tell somebody, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Tell them you don't need you don't need any mischief. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.